Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Proximo Weekly Debrief. This is your host, Thomas Hopkins, reporting to you from London. As we move into the last few months of 2020, Proximo has got lots of exciting content in the pipeline. From the 27th to the 29th of October, we are running our Proximo LATAM 2020 Energy and Infrastructure Finance Exchange virtual event. This three-day virtual event takes a senior group of attendees around Latin America as we unpack the response of the region's energy and infrastructure investment markets to the COVID-19 pandemic and map new areas of opportunity. Meet new regional and international peers during Proximo's renowned virtual networking setup and ask questions live to Latin America's leading practitioners and advisors. Each day covers a new theme and a fresh set of speakers with the correct expertise and connections to deliver genuinely fresh insights from across the region. Delegates are encouraged to get in touch personally with speakers during and after the event to ask questions and form lasting connections. More details can be found on our website at proximoinfra.com or through contacting a member of our team. Coming up this week, you might also be interested in our webinar, Watching the Transition in Polish Power, which takes place on 22 October at 3pm UK time. Watch the webinar to learn more about how Poland's renewables sector has notched up some modest successes and how greater volumes of debt and a successful launch to the country's offshore wind programme will be seated to unseat coal. Finally, I would like to mention two feature-length perspectives published by Proximo this week. The first, written by Features Editor Oliver Gordon, concerns the need for DFIs to increase their blended finance lending, particularly in low-income countries, to help close the ever-widening infrastructure funding gap, a gap which has been deepened by the economic consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic. Read his article, DFIs Urge to Scale Up Blended Finance, on the Proximo site for more details. The second feature is by Proximo editor Sean Keating, and forms part of Proximo's weekly newsletter. Entitled MAGA, Make America Green Again, Keating takes a look at the impact of Trump administration policies on the U.S. renewables sector and analyzes the sector's future growth prospects as the U.S. presidential election draws closer. The article is free to view on the Proximo site. Now, as always at Proximo, we have some marvellously intriguing news stories lined up for you across the energy, infrastructure and project finance sectors, researched and curated by our journalists over the last week. Eurowind Energy, EWE, is shortly expected to sign a project financing for its 74-megawatt Greenlab Skeev hybrid wind and solar energy project in Midjutland, Denmark. A source with knowledge of the deal confirms that the financing will involve a Danish bank and a real estate agency, both of which are as of yet undisclosed. The project will feature 54 megawatts of wind and 20 megawatts of solar generation capacity. Financial close is anticipated by the end of 2020. The project will initially be fully merchant and will sell energy to the public grid. The sponsor later intends to negotiate a PPA with a hydrogen or e-methanol production facility that will be located on the Greenlab Skeev site and which might be co-owned by EWE. It is thought that 100% of the project's energy will then be used within the Greenlab Skeev site. The project is expected to be operational in 2022, subject to grid connection being finalised. The heavily DFI-backed 50-megawatt first phase of the $800 million 150-megawatt Tulumoy geothermal power project in Ethiopia is expected to receive final requests for proposals RFPs, from prospective EPC contractors by the end of the month. 
Project sponsor TMGO, a 50-50 joint venture between Iceland's Reykjavik Geothermal and Meridium Infrastructure Africa Fund, invited RFPs in July after pre-qualified bidders had until mid-May this year to submit RFQs, with invites launched in April. Italian renewable startup GR Value, via borrowing vehicle GR Value 2, has raised a 35.9 million euro facility to finance its acquisition and refinancing of a 15.5 megawatt brownfield portfolio of 22 solar PV projects in Italy. The deal comprises three 9.2 year tranches a 13.9 million euro term loan refinancing, a 19.8 million euro term loan and a 2.1 million euro revolver or DSR facility with a bullet repayment, all sole provided by Unicredit. Patent development is out to market for an approximately $2 billion non-recourse financing for its Western Spirit wind and transmission portfolio in New Mexico. The portfolio comprises four wind farms with a capacity in excess of one gigawatt and a 150-mile transmission line. HSBC is coordinating leader ranger on the financing, joined by the following leader rangers and bookrunners. The Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, CoBank, MUFG, Santander and Societe Generale. The financing is split between a $1.624 billion construction loan for the wind projects maturing in July 2022, an $82 million construction plus 10-year term loan for the transmission line and a $396 million letter of credit facility. Initial price talk is 150 basis points over LIBOR. Italy's state lender CDP is preparing a bid for Atlantia's stake in its motorway unit with Blackstone and Macquarie, according to two Italian newspapers. CDP and Atlantia have entered into exclusive talks until 18 October over the sale of an 88% stake in Autostrada. Sources suggest that the pair may have found a way to overcome one of the main hurdles over the sale. The price adjustment mechanism could allow CDP to cut the acquisition price for Autostrada by a pre-agreed amount to account for future damage claims linked to a bridge collapse. A further price adjustment mechanism for Autostrada would also take into account potential changes to the motorway unit's financial and economic plan. South Korea's state-owned power utility, KEPCO, will either cancel its investment in coal-driven South African independent power producer, Tabometsi, or transition the project to gas. KEPCO announced that it would no longer invest in overseas coal projects. A statement from Global Strategic Communications Council, an international network in the field of climate and energy, said KEPCO Chief Executive Officer Kim Jong-Gap said the utility planned to cancel or convert to liquefied natural gas two remaining overseas coal power projects in its pipeline, namely Seoul 2 in the Philippines and the 630-megawatt Tabometsi plant in South Africa. The move comes 10 days after KEPCO approved the acquisition of a stake in the controversial Vung Ang 2 coal power project in Vietnam. Environmentalists in South Africa have been working for several years to discourage the development of new coal-fired power stations, which they say would have a high pollution impact, be economically costly and raise greenhouse gas emissions. Thank you for listening to the Proximo Weekly Debrief. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today, but be sure to tune in again next week for more of your latest energy, infrastructure and project finance news.